we were outside. I was grilling. We were at the pool. Then, you know, or whatever. I probably drank a thousand bush lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One thousand. At least a thousand. And my wife, afterwards, she was like, how in the hell did you drink that? I'm like, because like, they can't taste it. It's gone. One, they're nothing. Two, you sweat it out. And I, you don't pee. Like, it just yeah. doesn't. It's so hot outside. Mm-hmm. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Happy birthday, America. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Look how quiet he was. He brought it way down for us. I'm trying. <laughs> way down for Brian. I'm just, I'm just excited for 4th of July. I know. Barbecues, know. picnics. Demolition derbies. Is it whatever, man. Yeah. Get back, outside. Back and butt sweat. That's what I think <laughs> of. It's too hot. You know what but. we didn't have last year? All of that. No? It's totally worth it. Oh, I guess to go outside again and eat baked beans on a paper plate? Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever. America. 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 So Brian told us he was going to bring us a uh, a festive 4th of July beer. That's right. I don't think I can imagine a more festive 4th of July beer than this. If the can had sparklers lit. Oh, yes. Then maybe. Mm. And like a, like a uh, hawk noise. like Or the eagle, yeah. Or the eagle when noise. you open it, and instead of like, it, it drops in an eagle like this. Like Braden's Uncle Sam, <laughs> just like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, just just exactly like that. So from <laughs> Against the Grain Brewing, uh, we have a beer, <sighs> Super American Premium Lager. It is a beer. Are you just drinking it right out of the can? Uh, hell yeah, I am. All right, I'm going to that too. Tall boys, no less. Of course, nothing but the best on the Fourth of July. Oh, there we go, Fourth of July, baby. Did you hear that crack open? That was that was a good one. Mm. If it's if it's good. That's what it says in the back. Okay. If it's good, when it's time for a beer, you deserve the best. You deserve a super premium winner every time. You deserve a beer. A beer is a cold, refreshing lager, and number one at being the best. So whether you're ready to crack one or crush one, make sure it's a beer. It says number one best right on his motorcycle jacket of vest course. right there. Of course. Of course. That's great. Got a rattlesnake on his helmet. He's got a bald eagle on his shoulder. Got a neck tattoo that says neck tat. <laughs> it says super American premium. Oh, well, this ain't just American premium. This is super, super, super. Super size it. That's how you do it in America. There you go. Then it says right on there, art and design by RobbieDavis.com. Check it out. Robbie Davis. Did you do some, some uh, research on nope. Robbie Davis? No. Just saw it just now. Okay. There was other things that grabbed my attention. Mmm. Right. Mmm. That tastes like beer, guys. Okay, I'm going to go for it. Here yeah. You. Smells like beer. Here we go. A beer. No, you drink it like a beer. Mm. Oh, there's a sweetness that's nice. It's oh man. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. I'm I'm imagining it with the smell of gunpowder from the fireworks. Oh yeah. Maybe fresh cut <laughs> grass. Yeah. Like a grilled burger or sunburn or dog. Mm. Yeah. Hot dog. Yeah. Yep. Oh, can't wait. Man. 
Well, against the grain, a beer, Super American Premium Lager. These mm. folks are open seven days a week. I saw I'm that. not going to steal your thunder. No, no, no. Yeah, you're fine. But I do want to just talk about well, the reason I thought of these guys. Okay. Um, they always have cool can art or mm. bottle art, um, and their names are usually pretty fun. So I just went through and wrote down some different names of their beers and styles yep. just to kind of give us a flavor of the type of brewery they are. Okay. Mm. They're not like... You're not going to get like a citrusy milkshake IPA from these folks. Nope. Nope. Kind of traditional styles, but a fun way. So they have their stout series. Uh, they do different flavors on like we lot most places have. Um, but theirs is called Bo and Luke. So like the Duke boys because <laughs> they're from Kentucky. Mm, um, yep. Imperial Stout. Uh, they have a double IPA that you can get here in Nebraska. It's called Citra Ass Down because <laughs> it's got citra hops. <laughs> sure. Uh, this is probably... The number one, yeah, grossest beer label in history, oh, beer labels. I've seen this. The brown note. Yep. It's just a guy with some stretched out whitey tighties with a big old mud streak right down mm. the middle. The brown mm. note. Yummy. Delicious. Yeah. Yummy. Kentucky Ride Chicken. That is their barrel-aged rye amber ale. It's in a bottle. Of course it is. And last year when I saw it, it has actual feathers stuck in the wax of the bottle top. No. Yes. So it's got ch- like quote chicken feathers in the bottle so you have to cut through the wax to get the beer open and it's got feathers in it uh pile of face is their ipa pile of face and then this one i wrote down i assume it's an Oktoberfest. it's called whamstein <laughs> and it's a tribute to andrew ridgely so the other half of wham george michael gets all the credit oh. they're like you know what andrew ridgely shook his ass and yeah. the short shorts too he was in Wham. Let's do a beer for him. Yeah. So that's what they did. So that's the kind of folks that these guys are. All right. Put this on the short list for like Oktoberfest beers. Yeah, if you can find it. I'd love I've to. never seen it. Whamstein? Whamstein. Kind of like Ramstein. Yeah. That's, Wham-stein. What I was, that's what I was thinking, right? I think this is a brewery, pretty sure you might know, that has that they opened up in the baseball field. Like the where the Louisville was it Redbirds or uh, the, something like the, that? Yes, yes. That was like where their home base I was think you're at right. first. Was inside the baseball stadium. That was where their brewery was. I don't know if that's for sure, but I think Aaron Daly told me that a long I, time ago. I'm pretty sure you might be right. So that's one of the things I always think of. They always have good IPAs. I used to go to Iowa to get them across the border and smuggle them back, <laughs> as you'd had to do back in the day. Uh, but now you can get a brown note at, at any high if you need a good brown ale, you know, to drink on. All right, wait a minute. I, I'm so I'm I'm doing a quick Google search here because you can do okay. that now. They yeah. actually have one mm. called. They God, have a beer called Wang Dong, <laughs> which okay. I'm 12. I mean, I'm here for it. Wang Dong. Wang Dong. There you go. <laughs> what you drinking? Oh, you know. Just some Wang Dong. No, the latest Wang Dong. Okay, here, here's the description. <laughs> Better than Hang Dong. I don't I even know what this is. We need it. Okay. This is the description. This is why we get the little E right beside of our oh, podcast. Oh, explicit, right? yes. yes. Steal, steal, shitty Fartson's computer. Turn off safe search. Google image Dong. <laughs> can't even finish. <laughs> I can't even finish. At, right as Steve Ryan walks by. Right as perfect. Steve walks That's by. That's perfect, yes. And make the first result his background. It's not a penis. It's an illustration. Dr. Dong Wang. (laughs) So they named a beer Wang Dong. It's a session lager. I mean, I've been in the, you know, the uh, 
I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Corporate America, right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> and that's something people did. Like, you left your computer unlocked, you better run over there and do something to it. Exactly. You have yeah. to. That's the rules. Yep. So that's I'm what just wondering why they named their session Wang Dong. Well, I mean, you only got five minutes, so <laughs> give or take. Yeah, yeah you got to hurry up, man. I guess. You can't be messing around too long. The guy's going to come guess. back from the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God, that makes me laugh so much. <laughs> Wang Dong. <laughs> Hmm. That, that plays into I, I really I just wow. I, I took some of the off their website. Their website's fantastic, by the way. Like mm-hmm. besides outside of their can art and, and just their website in general. Yeah, I, th- this was little chunks off their website. Louisville's craft beer scene in the 1990s was grayer than Aunt Claudine's thinning hairline. So their writer is off the yeah, charts. That's good. good too. That's good. Every pale ale was pale. Every porter was a porter, and so on and so forth. It was different then, but truth be told, that's where the tale of Against the Grain begins. Jerry Nagy, the G is silent. I actually saw that on there. He's very deliberate Hmm. about that. Hmm. Sam Cruz, Adam Watson, and Andrew Ott found themselves working at one of the greatest Louisville breweries of all time, doing what they loved, but not the way they wanted to do it. Fed up and dissatisfied with the brewing status quo, they banded together and drew up a business plan on a yellow legal pad. It wasn't the best, but they found out early on they had a knack for taking something shitty and making it the shiniest turd in all the land. Yeah. <laughs> huh. with, <laughs> with determination, a few, uh, <laughs> a few fart jokes, and yeah. a handful of investors, they opened the doors to Louisville's first brewer-owned and operated brewery in 2011 against the grain. Wow. Ten 2000, years ago. Right. 2015, the culture of beer was growing, and the brew pub, their original brew pub, began to feel its growing pains. It was time to expand. The partners opened a a three-vessel, 30-barrel brew house 20 blocks away in downtown Louisville. And 30 barrels is nothing. That's nothing. No. No. Hmm. Well, it was 2015, so there you go. true. Yeah. The facility was to act as a production arm for Against the Grain. They increased production by 400% and began canning brands to adorn the shelves around to adorn shelves around the world today you can find against the grain in 43 states 25 countries and of course right here in louisville kentucky nice i love these guys louisville yeah louisville Hmm. there you go you ever had any of their beers Dolan? nope this is it i haven't either this is the first one I think, and uh, we can buy this. You can buy this in Nebraska. Yeah, I got it. I mean, I got it. Yeah, forty-three states. We're right, one of them. Utah probably isn't. But now they know. don't. <laughs> one of the things about distribution that I kind of irks me is like, you can get their standard stuff most sure. places, sure. but it's hard to get those special editions or the, you know, like the second stout of their series or whatever. We're not getting that probably. Right. We're not getting Wang Dong. We're not getting Wang Dong. <laughs> And that is a complaint I've I've said more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> but we're also not, we did get ride chicken that when I I yeah it was a twenty two dollar bottle ride chicken the Kentucky ride chicken oh that okay feathers yeah, on gotcha, it, yeah. okay all right you ready. Hit me. What does this look like to you? Where, where are we going? You want to guess? Oh, I. This is this is um. What's his name? Uh, 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 things to do in Denver when you're dead. I don't no? know what that mm. means, but come on. You know what it reminds me the of? The writer. It reminds me of uh, Captain Falcon. 
from uh, F Zero. Oh, kind of. Yes. Nintendo there you go. racing mm-hmm. game. Oh. Yeah. Here's what I want. Okay. Evil can evil. Oh, well, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Evil can evil, and that's mm-hmm. what I did my research on. Robert Craig Knievel, born October 17th, 1938, passed away 11-30-2007. Yeah. 75 ramp-to-ramp jumps in his career. Total. Yeah. How many did he actually complete? One. Okay. Born in Butte, Montana. Okay. Quit school as a sophomore. Said, you know what? I learned everything I'm going to need to know. (laughs) I'm going to go work in the copper mines. And that's what he did. Okay. Uh, he liked to play hockey, because as you do in Montana, it's cold there, right? Yeah. So this is where he gets his first taste of like publicity. Okay. He somehow convinces the Czech, like Czechoslovakian national hockey team to come to his town and play the local team as an Olympics, like, um Like a warm-up. primer? Yeah. yeah. So this is a 1960. What? So here's the so story. So he just calls him? He, like, he learns a little bit of Czech, and he's like... Yep. Oh, Come play. I mean, that was Russian. Yeah, it was close. I don't even know. Come play hockey. Well, here's the story. Um, he, I think from what I read, he got kicked out of the game for fighting. Okay. As you do. Sure. What's hockey? Well, somebody, they, they didn't point fingers at him, but somebody stole the kitty uh, of all the ticket sales. What? <laughs> so after he left the game... They got robbed, and they took all the money for the ticket sales was gone, and uh, he was nowhere to be found. Well, now they're not saying he robbed the ticket taker, okay? But I think he probably did. Mm. Uh, he starts doing motocross in 1962, <laughs> so that it kind of was like a new thing. Sure. And he broke his shoulder, mm-hmm. separated it pretty good. So he's yeah. like, "All right, well, I know enough to do this. I'm going to sell insurance." And they said he was really good. A really good salesman, okay. which kind of makes sense with his career that he had. Uh, they said he was so good, he even sold to people that were in institutions. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So he call up the local loony bin, if you will. Can you say that in the 60s? I think you can. In the 60s, you can. Yeah. And he, okay. sold, he sold to folks that were living there. Oh. So he sold in, like life insurance policies to people in the insane asylum. They had money? Uh, who cares? He got the deal. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so he does that. Then he goes in 19, I think it was 66. He has his first show. He's he's watching a thing on TV, and he sees some guy do a motorcycle jump. And he's like, oh, I could easily do that. And he gets together a bunch <laughs> of other people. And he has like a, like a almost like a circus team. And they start going around like barn shows. So mm. they'd show up kind of like a circus. Yeah. Kind of like... X Games, before X Games was a thing, he had like five yeah. motorcycle guys with him or whatever to do tricks and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you've got two TV channels, maybe in the 60s, three. Okay. If you don't, if you're not watching Leave It to Beaver, maybe you're going down to the fairgrounds to watch Evil Jump Hay Bale or something. Right. So he starts getting popular and famous. And he goes to Vegas and he sees the fountains at oh, Caesars. Caesars, yeah. And that's in 1967. He's like, you know what? I'm going to jump those. Why not? And he wants it to be on TV. And he gets a deal as a salesman that he is. And they're like, actually, we don't think you can do it. You need to prove that you can do it. And then we will, we will do this deal with you. Right? So he says, okay, fine. I'll, I'll tape it myself. I'll record it myself. He goes, he goes indie on it. 
right? He's an individual guy, and he sure. and he, he hires uh, this director, and the director's wife is a gal named Linda Evans. You know her, the actress, Wonder Woman. I, I don't know. Is that her name? I don't know. Linda Evans. I, m- she's either act. She's either on that, or she was on like Dynasty. She was an actress. Uh, maybe you're right. Or Dallas, something like that. Mm. But she was beautiful. That's what I saw. Anyway, she's shooting the camera. So she's the one who shoots the iconic footage of him jumping over the fountains mm. and then crashing and breaking most every bone in his body. Sure. <laughs> dynasty. <laughs> it is dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah, there we go. So he crashed. He broke and crushed mm. his pelvis and his femurs, of course. Uh. fractured both hips, both wrists, both ankles, and had a concussion. <laughs> But guess what? It made for good TV. Sure. Yeah. So the place that he wanted to put it on, I think it was on ABC Wild World of Sports. Mm-hmm. He goes, guess what? The price, it's three times what I asked for before. Well, because he's got a big hospital bill now. Well, he has to pay the bills. <laughs> sure. And they said, okay. Done. They paid it. Did, did did they know? Did did Caesars know about this ahead of time? I think they, yes. I think they okayed it. Okay. Okay. Um, some of the other jumps I wrote down just that were kind of his more famous ones that mm-hmm. were on TV or were popular. He, uh, the Grand Canyon jump. Yeah. So guess what? He never did it. The weather was too bad, too windy, and he, oh. and he never made the jump. Hmm. But his son, Robbie, remember him? Robbie, Robbie Knievel, Knievel, yeah. Like in the 90s? Yep. He did it. He made it. In the he same like little over. rocket thing? Like it was like, it wasn't even a motorcycle, that, wasn't it? No, that was. But you're thinking of the Snake River jump. That's what it was. He had a rocket slash, he called it the Sky Cycle. <laughs> and yeah, that crashed. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't make that. <laughs> um, the other thing I wrote down is Jump the Shark Crash. He thought, you know what would be really sweet? If I jumped over a tank full of sharks. Of sharks? This Why is not? in the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. He goes... He's going to make the jump. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he can't. He pulls off. Can't do the jump. Yeah. Well, because there's sharks. And he hits a, like a camera guy. And I think either kills or really hurt the camera guy, like broke his all of his bones. So they're they're both hurt and, and smashed up. Oh. And uh, he can't make the jump. But like the next year, guess who does make the jump? Robbie. Yeah. No, Fonzie. No. On happy days. <laughs> no. And that's where the term jump the shark comes from. So like when a TV show's on. Yeah. And they're like, this story is ridiculous. They've jumped the shark. Well, it comes from Fonzie, but that idea comes from Evil Knievel. Oh. Interesting. So that's where we know that. Hmm. He allegedly was very, well, I guess this isn't allegedly. He was very anti-drug. Okay. And like very much motorcycle helmet safety. Mm-hmm. So he would go around and talk to kids and be like, hey, stay off drugs and blah, blah, blah. But then other people would say, dude was high when he made that speech. <laughs> he loved pain pills. He loved boozing. And he was talking about, hey, don't do any substances. You'll yeah. crash your motorcycle in the river. Uh, but he was doing all that stuff. Uh, there was a critic in 1977. He made a bunch of movies, home, like his own movies, like individual movies. Uh, doing stunts and stuff like that. Okay. Kind of like documentaries, but they had sure. loose plots, whatever. Yep. So this guy, a critic, I, I, did I write his name down? I don't think I did. Uh, said this was a bad movie and he was terrible and he can't drive nothing, whatever. So Evil Knievel oh, no. gets on an airplane and flies from one side of the United States to the other Yeah. with a baseball bat. 
and then goes out and finds this dude and he says hey did you say that about me or whatever and he's like yeah yeah and beats the guy no. with a baseball bat crushes <laughs> his skull just jacks him no. up goes to jail of course and uh that wasn't great no so he gets out gets divorced <laughs> Has some things. He's kind of comes back a little bit, like in the '90s, early '90s. He kind of resurfaces in actual pop culture. Okay, um, but kind of fizzles out, and he's yeah. just kind of an old has been. Yeah. After that, and then he dies. He had to go bankruptcy a couple times, and hmm. as you do, you sure, know, sure. Um, but everybody probably remembers, and you'll know this: the motorcycle toy. You like the pull string yeah. motorcycle and yes. yeah. jump over the stuff. It was a crank. There it you was go. A crank. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had that when I was little. It's actually one of my first toy memories of all time. Dang. I mean, I, I think really nice ones are worth some money in good condition and yeah. stuff probably. But yeah. that like he had his own brand of that. He had his own. Uh, he did some commercials. Um, he did endorsements and stuff. Like he was one of the first guys to kind of do that outside of like major sports. Yep. Football and things. Did they make a movie about this? Like, There's a couple of documentaries about him that have been out yeah. in the last few years. Um he had maybe 10 movie credits to his name okay. like on his Wikipedia page that I looked at. But about um, his son, I, I feel like I remember a scene of his son. In could like, be, yeah. Like a trailer, like a camper or something, and they're going mm-hmm. down the highway, and they're like, you know, I'm going to make this jump my dad couldn't do. Yeah, it yeah. definitely could be, because yeah. Robbie was a thing in the 90s. Like yeah. When yeah. we were coming up, you know, he was, yeah. he was the one making motorcycle jumps and yep. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he actually made them couple of them i remember one he made a super long one he didn't land it quite right and fell off and i want to think broke. he he was probably a lot better than his dad well i'm sure Honestly, the technology right? was better too oh probably yeah. you know like 25 years later i feel like i've seen that sky cycle like in a museum that uh, rocket thing i feel uh, like i've seen it somewhere maybe like in person uh there is a there's a very tick very uh popular tiktok video of a guy with the old like crank cycle like the toy hmm and it jumps like six different ramps. And he's got a bunch of different like action figures lined up and they yeah. all have their arms up in the air. But he makes the like the Sweet. cycle makes all six ramps. And the last one huh. is like legit. Like it's a skateboard ramp. And it lands and it drives off oh, like down man. the road. And it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. I mm. wish I had that. I never had that toy. Mm. And the other thing I was thinking of, just as I'm looking at this right now, is easy rider. That's so yes. we could have went we could have went that way too. But I, I went evil because Spectacle, that's an American thing, right? Mm-hmm. Putting yeah. on a big show and then probably failing. But, you know, who cares about the end results? It's all about the show. Doesn't matter. It's the show. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's why we went with this. You could have definitely done Easy Rider, without a doubt. I mean, if you just look at that, that's... That's very much the helmet. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. This is just a good beer, honestly. It really it's just, is. It's just a good, solid little sweetness. It reminds me of like a uh, slightly better version of PBR, mm. maybe. Yeah. So not that PBR is bad. I, I enjoy it. If that's the domestic I have to drink, that's fine. Sure, yeah. So. It tastes pretty good to me. Mm? That's all I know. And that skull, that's a lot of that skull is on their artwork. Like I know their stouts have that skull that's on his shoulder patch and stuff. So. It's very uh, American traditional, like from a yeah. tattoo standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much. Uh, this was this is fun. Last year, and it says this was the first year for it. Uh, there was there are two beer award. There are beer awards now called the Crushies. 
Have you seen these? <laughs> no, but I like the sound of that. They're called crushies. Nobody remembers those ceremonies, I bet. Right. Uh, it's it, and it, The trophy that you get is for marketing is for beer. Is it a smashed up can? It is, it's a fist with a smashed can oh, in yeah. the fist, like the fist smashing a can. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's for craft beer marketing. Uh, this beer right here won two smashies, or crushies, smashies. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Smash them, Whatever. crush them. Yeah. Uh, this one right here. So the can art on this won platinum, the highest award. So this was the the can for last year. Like, And I figure, I th- if I remember right, I don't know, I'll have to look it untapped, but I think the can art changes over Does time. Because yeah. I don't remember this last year. And maybe it's the same. Uh, it's possible. Yep. Maybe it just wasn't in Nebraska, but I feel like it's different. But it, who knows? We'll see. If this were a uh, video version of the podcast, Dolan could insert the... Uh, they also won a gold crushy for best video. So they actually did like a hmm. minute and a half video. Have you? Did you watch it? Absolutely. Oh, I did too. And it's something that you have to see to believe. <laughs> it's funny. It is pretty good. Fantastic. Really? It's right, right on, on the their website. website? On the yeah. website. Yeah? Okay. Well, you have any brewery information or anything you want to go over? Or? That was it. I just you hit the you hit the hours. I just I like the guys, like okay. the, their story. Like they're just like you know what Louisville's boring. We're gonna do something different. Here you go. Well, summer suds. I feel yeah. like that's a thing. But then also the songs of summer. I, I I'm a big mm-hmm. um, proponent of music sets the mood and vice versa. Yeah. Um, I have a playlist that is all. It's called Weather Channel music. Weather channel music. Yeah, and it's all songs that have like weather phenomenon in the titles. So it's got to oh, be like okay. summer rain or, you know, whatever. It has to have a mm-hmm. weather thing in the name of the song. Rocky Like a Hurricane? The, uh, that is not on the list because oh, I don't darn. like the song, but it could be. It would be eligible, <laughs> let's say. It would be eligible. So this one I just thought, okay, what's a good like summer song band that ties in also with what we're talking about, 4th okay. of July. Yep. And I just stuck with the band named America. America. Yeah. America. Yeah. Guess where they were founded? In the UK, right? Or England. You're right. Don't yeah. Know. What? Yeah, so that. they were yeah. all military brats, right? And they named their band America to let everybody know that they're from America. Did you, did, did you like, I didn't tell tip them off to this. Him. No. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I did not tip him off. <laughs> they were all kids of guys in the Air Force. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. So 1971, wow. self-titled album comes out, mm-hmm. America. Here's the hits. I Need To. You know that song? I do. Mm-hmm. And then this one, A Horse With No Name. <laughs> I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to be out far. Nineteen seventy-two, homecoming. Now, this song to me is summertime. Okay, Ventura Highway. Oh, oh that's the hit yeah. off the album. Yes, nineteen seventy-three, Hat Trick. It's called. Not a big charter. Mm. There's one song on there that's kind of popular. Okay. You would have heard this at almost every wedding in the seventies and eighties. Okay, Muskrat Love. Oh, well, yes. Okay, bang, it's there. Yep. 
Then they come back. Uh-oh. Hit me with a chord. There we go. Thank there you. There we go. Uh, 1974. The album's called Holiday. Tin Man. That's a big popular song for them. I guess. And then Lonely People. Mm. 75, here we go. This is what we're talking about. Hearts. That's the album title. Okay. Mm. Sister Golden Hair is their big hit. I've never heard this either. Oh, you no. Have. You have. No. I guarantee you've heard it. Okay. You just maybe don't know the name. There's so <laughs> many drops here. Dolan's going to have to do so many drops. That's just... Yep. Just, yeah. <laughs> and Daisy Jane is the other hit song. No, never heard that. So either. then later on, 1975 comes up. Hey, guess what? Let's put out a Greatest Hits album. So we had four albums. Well, sure. So that's what they did. From 74 to 79... The um, all their albums were produced by George Martin, who's you know famous uh, for the Beatles. No, oh, I was thinking of that that uh, fat asshole that did uh, <laughs> George R R Martin. Yes, no, no not I him. Hate, oh, I hate that guy. No, <laughs> not him. Okay, okay, George Martin. This yes. is George Martin, okay. Sir George Martin. Oh, put a little class on. He's it. a knight. Well, he's way classier than that. That's right. We'll yeah. say. Ooh. So. The 74 to 79 albums, guess what? They, they weren't that great. I mean, we had no. s- a couple of big hits. No. Definitely not after 75. I think after Ventura Highway. I don't think there's really much. But Guess okay, what? Fine. 1982. Really? They come back. One of the members of the band. Beep. We're out of here. And here's what they um, come back with this one song. You Can Do Magic. Mm. You can have anything that you desire. I've heard that. Yes. So that was a kind of a big hit for them. It was on the album called View from the Ground. Okay. And then I got into a little bit of a wormhole. I knew this information, but I, I doubt you do. Okay. But it'll be kind of interesting. Their greatest hits album came out in 1975, and it's an animated or painted like on watercolor album cover. Okay. And it takes images from some of their other albums and kind of puts them on the album cover. And the person that designed that album cover... None other than comedy genius Phil Hartman. What? Yes. Right? So he was like a graphic designer before he was famous for being, you know, hilarious I, oh. on Saturday Night Live. And you, you may know him from other shows such as yes, The Simpsons. That's and right. Saturday Troy McClure. Yes. <laughs> so he and News Radio, I think, was, was that I, what it was called? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So his brother was their manager, was the band's manager. Phil Hartman's brother. Was America's manager, and that's how he gets the what? gig, right? Wow. So then I look up, okay, how many other albums did he do? Like, because, like, they're, that's very specific to me, it seems like. And it was a painting, so he was, you know, like an art thing. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, did the other ones look like that, or did he do more? 1974, kind of like soft rock, California rock band called Poco. Uh. Does their album called Seven. He makes that album cover. Okay. Um, and then in 75, he does that Greatest Hits for America. 77, he does another America album called Harbor, which is a photograph. Mm-hmm. So it's not a drawing or a picture or anything. It's just an actual photograph. Okay. Then he does this album, uh, fairly popular, especially in 1977. Uh, it's called Asia by Steely Dan. What? So he does that album cover. So if you've ever seen that or know anything about Steely Dan, that's Phil Hartman's work there. Then 78, he goes back to Poco and does Legend, which has a horse on the album cover. And then he does this one, um, 1980, The Fire Sign Theater. I've never heard of this band. The album cover was crazy, called The Fighting Clowns. The Fighting Clowns. Yeah, it's like a clown with like a machine gun. 
Okay. Right. And that's that's what he does there. Okay. Um, and then also in 79, he does another American one called Silent Letter. Huh. So that's that's my Phil Hartman information. I'm just shocked that it was Phil Hartman and then his brother. Yeah. Like just all before any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Before any before the Simpsons, before Saturday Night Live, before Yes. So I I'd be fascinated to find out the backstory of how he transitioned from that into from like graphic artist to comedian guy. Exactly. I think he was a second city person, like from Chicago. That's what I thought so, too. And that would have been a that would have made sense for like a firm to work for a firm, you know, and in there to do that yeah. sort of stuff, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's all conjecture. I, I that's fascinating. But yeah. So Again, I would say I don't believe you, but Oh, well, you should. I I it's guess. I knew that one for a long time. Oh. But I did not know Asia. That was a surprise no. to me. Huh. Cuz it says right on the album cover of America's I have the album and the CD. It says Hartman on the bottom of the picture. Hartman. Yep. So. Fascinating. That's where we're at. Dolan could introduce some like uh, Troy McClure in here. If he he could wants do to. whatever he wants in this yes. spot. I don't know. Since he left, we should. He uh, ran off. We should did. talk about him. He went to the bathroom. Well, he's got we... a young man's bladder. <sighs> His hair is is magnificent. It is pretty glorious. It is, isn't yeah. it? I wish I had it. It's pretty fantastic. I always wanted to have long hair. I never did. My no. hair just grows up. Up, 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 up. Yes, Never that's grows mine. long. That's exactly what yeah. happens to mine. I remember yours last year. It was pretty long. Uh, eraser head. Remember the... Yep. Uh, yep. That's exactly that's what That's kind of what I get. I don't have the waves. Mm-mm. No. Oh, well. His, it just flows. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It would have been perfect in the 90s. I know. It's like know. Chris Cornell hair. Speaking of Chris Cornell. Oh, okay. Uh, every summer, it's it seems like uh, XM Radio, they'll go through and they'll play. Cause maybe it was the anniversary of his death or whatever. Uh, they go through and they play all of the, like his unplugged stuff and mm-hmm. the acoustic stuff he did that nothing compares to you. Oh, yeah. Holy Great shit. Great version of that. What an amazing just rendition that is. Yeah. Like I make everybody, if we're driving in the car, I make everybody be quiet. Listen, quiet. Yeah. Shut and, up. And maybe I tear up a little bit and Jenny's yeah. like, are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. Shut your face. Maybe. It's I dusty in here. Maybe. It's the pollen. think of this beer i love this beer i it's easy drinking right this would be good at like a concert i don't think they sell it at a concert what's the abv do we know the abv i think it's like five i'm gonna have to check untapped look don had to go he had to put his hair in a man bun he had that's what he he didn't go to the bathroom he went to uh oh he had to pull himself up get too hot 4.5 it's perfect like I said, it's look. I have nothing against PBR. Like PBR is just like if 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 I'm at a dive bar, that's what I want. Sure. Or whatever. This is like a a super premium version of PBR. Super American premium version. Super. There we go. Super American. Right. That's right. Not just American. Super American. I can't wait for Dolan to like edit this uh-huh. and hear what we were talking about when he. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be great. <laughs> Maybe it makes a cut. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, Who we'll knows? See. It was fairly much uh, related. Okay. Uh, untapped. Untapped. Where do you think we hmm. land? You'll be surprised. Where do you, This must be a newer beer. Huh. Have so, I never checked it in? I, you have not? No. Okay. None, no. no. Uh-uh. Yeah, this is a this is a 3.75 for me all day, but I'm going to guess it's around 
Mm, I feel like I, I need to tell you how many check-ins first. Oh, okay. I didn't tell you that. Oh, okay. Oh. 155. That's oh. it. That's it. Y- y- your guess is still legitimate, though, I'm, Dolan. I'm, I'm telling gonna, you right now. I'm going to go with that still. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough because I feel like people are coming back to loggers and pilsners. I think you're absolutely right. I'm going to go 4.11. Mm. 3.52. So mm. Dolan was Whoa. closer. But I honestly, I think Whoa. after... In the end, it might get closer to your number than to his, quite honestly. Mm. More check-ins, yeah. With more check-ins. Could be. Absolutely. Yeah, I could I could easily see this being three seven five fours all day. Without a doubt. It's yeah. just clean and crisp and yep. mm-hmm. sweet. There's a nice sweetness, sweetness to, it. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could definitely drink this on Fourth of July parade day. I, I mean, saved one can. There I'm you go. Drink it on the fourth of July. Yep. There you go. Oh, and when, when you're looking for some, it's hot outside. Like, there's a couple, so this was just a few weeks, no, it was last weekend, quite honestly. Last weekend, when it was just like a thousand degrees here in, in Nebraska, mm-hmm. and we, we were outside, I was grilling, we were at the pool, then, you know, or whatever, I probably drank a thousand bush lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One thousand. At least a thousand. And my wife, afterwards, she was like, how in the hell did you drink that? I'm like... Because like, they can't taste it, it's gone. One, they're nothing. Two, it's you hot. sweat it out, and I, you don't pee. Like it just yeah. doesn't. It's so hot outside. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing to it. So, yeah, tomorrow yeah. is supposed to be the hottest day in 15 to 20 years in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Really? Oof, yeah. Yep. I'm driving to Colorado tomorrow. Oh, so good for you. Get away. <laughs> make sure you got antifreeze and cooling oh, in that car. Yeah. No kidding. Oh yeah. No kidding. Okay. Next week, uh, sadly, we have to leave our craft beer roots and mm-hmm. go to... Uh, we, we did it last year. We're going to do it a little bit different this year. Okay. We're going to do some seltzers. Well, hopefully they're still mm. crafty. Oh, they're all crafty. Okay. I made yeah. sure. As much as we did mainstream craft yeah. seltzers last year, we did a, we're, we're going to do more craft seltzers this year. Yeah, last year that was kind of all we could get was the big boys right now that's mm-hmm. a different yeah. story this year okay. way different story this year all right it's definitely changed over the year i think more people oh. hop the train without a doubt yeah mm. or jump the shark jump, jump the, the shark, shark. yeah, yeah. I like it. there you go wow. uh yeah and then we've got oh boy we've got some other fun stuff coming up too i don't want to tease it because we haven't gotten there yet no no let's let's keep them guessing guessing we, guessing guessing guess we well, could have both. some guests yeah. Oh, hey, I like what you did there. Hey. Boom. So you might have a guest next week. You should week. do some marketing sometime, Rich. <laughs> I might good. I might consider that some Okay. Point. All right. Know. All right, fellas. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's not blow off our fingers. <laughs> Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>